0: Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the CyberPro Podcast. Industry leaders share their insights about five questions and hopefully under nine minutes because hackers never sleep. So I'm excited today. Let's introduce our guest. Question number one, who are you and what do you do?
1: Uh, Yasser Ali, founder and CEO of Polymer, uh, which is a no-code DLP or data loss prevention for SaaS applications or third-party applications uh, in the cloud.
0: So I'm going to add a bonus question right away. What made you want to found an organization and a company like that?
1: Um, I saw I was consulting. I had a consulting business before this and uh, saw the problem first in terms of what was lacking in the marketplace and uh, decided to kind of just do it myself. Uh, basically, with my co-founder uh, who brought in uh, technical expertise and uh, we thought we just had a better mousetrap
0: uh, to solve some of these issues. Nice. So what do you love about being in the technology and cyberspace? Uh, I,
1: I, the way we kind of uh, look at cyber uh, is, is, been, is it's, it's kind of slightly different. So I look at it as an intersection of compliance, data governance, operational uh, kind of uh, workflows, uh, which is kind of come together uh, in providing a way to uh, reduce some of the human error, uh, which is the biggest contributor to some of the cyber breaches out there, uh, and be able to kind of keep the organization safe from external threats, uh, uh, people trying to get in the door. Uh, so I feel that it's a it's a, it's a very uh, interdisciplinary uh, area uh, requiring Lots of different dimensional thinking around um, how uh, any solution you're coming up with or what approach you take in solving a problem um, affects the workflows on the ground, the size of the organization, how that would kind of uh, interact with the product and how it can scale. Uh, And one of the biggest problems uh, which has mired this uh, industry for the past, like uh, some years now is becoming, kind of coming to a crescendo now is um, operational overhead of maintaining some of these uh, security teams, security infrastructure with the uh, lack of uh, ready, readily available talent to hire. Uh, what we're finding is um, it's just not enough to keep alerting uh, security folks with um, risks, uh, which someone then needs to kind of go and remediate. Uh, we are a big uh, proponents and believers in autonomous security, uh, which is something uh, the industry is moving towards
0: and we see no way around it. That's super insightful and it actually lends itself to the next question. And I think you'll probably expound upon this, but we hear cybersecurity is a top concern, but but what does that mean to you?
1: Uh, uh, I think basics, uh, uh, first, uh, first principles in terms of uh, uh, the way the approach uh, we look at it is, um, the hygiene, so we, it starts with the data. Uh, for us, uh, how uh, protected is your data or even getting before that to basic principles, fundamentals is um, how easy is it to uh, grab that, the sensitive data sitting in your organization? Um, so we, all, we look at this one dimension of uh, surface area of sensitive data within your systems or within your environments, um, internal and external. And if you start reducing the amount of readily available surface area from where data can leak uh, from uh, or exfiltrate from, uh, immediately the amount of risk uh, you have, even if someone gets in the door or tries to um, uh, attack your systems, gets reduced. So it's a, it's, a, it's a in one dimension it's it's a data problem, and the other dimension obviously is the infrastructure piece, which is less of. Uh, um, uh, kind of nuanced uh, picture. That's more about like uh, brute force, making sure your IP addresses and your configurations are okay. Uh, we leave that to kind of other folks. Uh, our focus is kind of around like uh, reducing the blast radius and and be able to kind of interact with sets of the data without increasing the risk level uh, of
0: uh, the organization uh, overall. Wonderful. So. What insight do you want to share with with other cyber professionals, with other folks in our network?
1: I think it's uh, uh, people kind of get uh, very uh, jazzed up or jacked up around uh, solutions. Uh, there's a, there's a lot out there. There's, I mean, in our space, data loss prevention. Um, you know, it used to be called Casb's and DLP got a bad name, and then there's SASE, and then there's XDR, a uh, bunch of endpoint cloud. Uh, uh, Primarily cloud hosted uh, kind of endpoints, so uh, people kind of like uh, uh, put the cart before the horse, so to speak, uh, which which I feel um, is giving the industry a little bit of a bad name uh, in, in some perspective. Um, so uh, you know, going back to first principles, going back to what is it uh, that you're trying to achieve um, uh, as an outcome, and, and starting with that is, is probably. Um, uh, keeps it simple to sell the story with the rest of the organization. Uh, one of the problems is from a C-suite angle. I mean, I'm a CEO. I, I work with technology teams all the time, and I've done this in my past life uh, in larger organizations where um, you know the budget allocated is a black hole in terms of how it's used. Uh, it's not been communicated properly. Uh, it's because the security teams or technology teams if they're in charge of security. Um, are not able to articulate uh, the business outcomes you're trying to drive towards, or the risk outcomes you want. You want to basically be able to measure or reduce them on. Um, so those, uh, um, uh, I think, you know, awareness and be able to be um, uh, have some empathy around uh, the folks who are not in the weeds with some of this stuff is is probably. The biggest uh, factor in, in the success of a cyber security program or security program,
0: be it be small or large organization. Perfect. So now for the fun question, what's your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile?
1: Uh, I think, uh, you, know, uh, those handheld, uh, you know, those handheld, you know, those games, the Donkey Kong games that used to come in the handheld like thing and, you know, the yeah. The thing which was like the portable thing you can carry around black and white uh, and trying to beat the level. I, I, we used to, I used to play that all the time with my brother. So, big fan of those and I wish they can come back uh, because uh, those are so amazing uh, to play with. And they're just not the same on the iPhone or, or Android.
0: Well, and I remember the batteries lasted forever and the noises that came out of those would annoy anybody. It was great. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. This well, thank you of- so Thank you so much for being on the CyberPro podcast.
1: No, thank you so much for having me. Thanks a lot. This was fun.
0: Thanks for watching the CyberPro podcast. You rock. Check us out for more content.